what is good? Welcome to Spirit Bill Real Talk with Juliana. I am your host, Juliana Page, and I am so excited that you are here. I am an author, a speaker, and a professional life coach, but really, I am here to give you practical wisdom that you can integrate into every area of your life so that you can thrive and not just survive. So if you are ready to live a spirit-led life, and level up your inner game so that you can win in your outer game. Let's dive right in. What is good, everybody? Welcome back to the Spirit-Filled Real Talk podcast with Juliana. Hello, hello. You might hear some fun birds chirping in the background. I have windows open today. It's a beautiful spring day, and often in Texas, you don't get to have windows open. It's either too hot or allergy season and all the things. So enjoy the background if you do happen to hear that. But today, I wanted to go into kingdom thinking, kingdom thinking. And if this is something brand new to you, I just encourage you to be willing to, to embrace new perspectives, to embrace a, a new information, to just be open to some teaching that you might not have heard before, that might not be familiar to you, right? So I am somebody that has always been a thinker. I am somebody that's always been very independent in that way. I was not raised in such a way that it was encouraged to think outside of the box, so to speak. It was actually an upbringing of a lot of order (laughs) and control, and this is what you need to do. Follow these steps, do these things, right? That makes you responsible. This is the upright thing to do, right? So I did not get raised up in a culture of -of out-of-the-box thinking, but I have always been hungry for new technology, new tools, new ways to really grow in wisdom and understanding. So naturally, when I uh, came to know the Lord and when I started developing my relationship with God and recognized that I was a new creation and that I had so much access to, to new things that I didn't even have a grid for, it started to blow my mind, okay? And initially that could feel overwhelming to me where I'm like, oh my God, there's so much that I lived without. There's so much that I don't know. Like, how am I ever even gonna, even going to really tap into enough of the mystery to really live my life on a new level, right? Like, is that even possible? Um, So what I started to do was just embrace having divine encounters with God, spending time with God, really leaning in for wisdom and understanding and knowledge that I didn't have in order to integrate that into my life to bring new solutions to problems that I was facing, to see things from a different vantage point and perspective. And it has radically changed my life. It's something that I look forward to now, like, what am I going to discover today? What am I going to tap into today? What what new tool can I embrace and integrate into my life today? So 
I want to encourage you with some new thoughts today uh, about kingdom thinking, all right? So to set this up, someone that I love for how he thought, you, I want to see if you can guess, maybe you can't guess. <laughs> well, if you, maybe you're thinking of this person, but it's actually Albert Einstein, okay? So he's, you know, consider like the, the Tesla or the Elon Musk of the day, right? Albert Einstein said, we cannot solve our problems with the same thinking we used when we created them, right? And so you might have also heard insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different result. But how often do we go through the motions, right? We follow the same steps every day. We go through the same motions every day. We talk about the same things every day. We study the same things. We watch the same things. We listen to the same things. Yet, we're expecting some major breakthrough or some huge shift in how we show up, and it doesn't happen that way. It's so straightforward here. We cannot solve our problems with the same thinking we use when creating them. Okay, so then pulling back for a second and taking a look at the world that we live in, it is very easy actually to see problems. <laughs> 2020 alone highlighted so many problems that that maybe some people weren't even aware of, right? Some problems that have been going on for for years, right, unaddressed, but now they were surfacing for all to see, right? So it's not it's not difficult. You don't have to stretch to find that there are many, many problems in the world. However, we do not have to be in darkness if we are connected to Christ, right? Christ is the light of the world. So we no longer have to walk in darkness. We can embrace the light, right? So that's really encouraging. And I wanted to dive into a couple of, of things to break down, all right? Just to bring some, some knowledge or some different perspective here. Dun, dun, da, 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 da. Okay, sound effects help everything, right? <laughs> All right, so the kingdom in the Bible, right? I want to see if I can give you some really good context. I think I've done a little bit on this before, but I really just want to break it down a little bit further. Just really what the word biblically says about the kingdom, okay? So we're told to seek first the kingdom of God, right? That's great. But if you don't know what the kingdom is, you could be like, well, what does that mean? How do I actually seek the kingdom? I have no idea. Been there, like raising my hand, right? Like I didn't even have a Bible. So there's no shame, no condemnation. There's a ton of hope, right? Like if I can gain a ton of knowledge and wisdom and still hunger and thirst after it, you can too. <laughs> So Matthew 6.33 says, but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, right? And all these things will be added to you. So another way to break that down is what we seek, what we, what we search after, what we follow, we become. Okay, so what we study, we become. All right, so I, for example, in doing a lot of coaching with folks, it's one thing to educate yourself to work through something, okay? But to just continue studying, let's say it's a, a trauma or a dysfunction or a personality disorder, let's say, doing extensive research on something that is not 
necessarily good, righteous, right? It gets you fixated on that, right? And then you're not able to see clearly because all you want to do is study these things. So there's a time to build that understanding so that you have the understanding so that you know how to, to handle different people, situations, things like that. But just studying things that that ultimately is not going to serve you in moving forward, there's a time to release that so that you can embrace something new. So for whoever that's for, you're welcome. Another one, John 18, 36 says that the kingdom is not of this world. Okay, so we do not access the kingdom by focusing more on what's happening in the world. Okay, Jesus had said, if my kingdom were of this world, my servants would have been fighting that I might not be delivered over to the Jews, but my kingdom is not from this world. So we hear emphasized several times that my kingdom is not of this world. So that's just highlighting. We've got to intentionally seek differently. We've got to change our seek. We've got to change what we're seeking after in order to get revelation of a different kingdom. If the kingdom's not of this world, what is it, right? So we're, we're building on this, all right? Dun, 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 dun. All right, here is where it actually breaks down what the kingdom is. It's Romans 14, 17. For the kingdom of God is not a matter of eating and drinking, but of righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. Righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. So if I really break down this first, if I want to access more of the kingdom, I need to access God. I need to spend time with God. I need to develop an understanding of how God is speaking or experiencing God's presence. What does that feel like to me? And I observe that by studying the word, by reading the word, by meditating on words day and night, by actually like chewing on them and eating the word and digesting it, right? So literally going line by line, verse by verse, and really asking God, what does this mean? How do I apply this to my life? Show me what you're saying here and and how I can really gain knowledge and wisdom of this and walk this out experientially in my life and manifest this promise, let's say, in my life or really follow this principle and obey this principle. Okay, so that is awesome because it's not something that we manufacture. It's something that we receive. Do you hear the difference? So if it's righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit, when we're born again, the Spirit of God is literally living on the inside of us. So it's something that we have access to. Holy Spirit is what reveals to us the mind, the nature, the heart, the will of God, right? Holy Spirit is what brings that revelation, what what brings those promptings, that conviction, right? Super, super powerful. And another way when you're thinking about kingdom to access the kingdom, there's a huge, huge weight put on repentance. But I simply want to say it's changing your mind. So it's deciding that I'm not going to lean on my logic. I'm not going to lean on my common sense. I'm not going to lean on the opinions of man, but I'm going to repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. I'm going to repent. I'm going to turn from my thinking and focus on what does heaven say about this? What is God's heart about this? What is God's perspective? What is God's mind? And you can ask for that, right? Solomon asked for wisdom. Out of anything that he could have asked God for, he asked for wisdom and God gave it to him, right? 
bountifully. He gave him so much wisdom. They say that he's the wisest, right? So he gave him all of this wisdom that he didn't have access to so that he could rule and reign on earth. Crazy powerful, right? I'm going to see if there's any other ones that I want to say here. Dun, dun, dun. Okay, those are the main ones. Now, I want to bring you into thinking in the mind of Christ because this is so, so important. So Colossians 3, 1 to 2 says, If then you've been raised with Christ, seek the things that are above where Christ is. Seated at the right hand of God. Set your mind on things that are above, not on things that are on earth, okay? So this is just a self-check, perhaps. What are you setting your mind on? Where Where is your mind constantly fixated or focused on? What is it? What is, what is really stealing your focus? <laughs> where does your focus go throughout the day? What are you preoccupied with, all right? We're also told... Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. So this one has become a life first for me because what I really learned to do was lean on my own understanding. And if you do that long enough, you realize how limited your understanding is. (laughs) And I would rather just be partnered with God and have wisdom and ideas and strategies and downloads and revelation that I can't get anywhere else to guide my life, right? It says that the steps of a good man are ordered. So if my steps are ordered, there's so much that's also in order because God is a God of order. So I want to pull his order that's in heaven down on earth to solve something that seems impossible. To man, this is impossible, but with God, right? all things are possible, all right? So I can't solve that by thinking about the problem. I've got to bring new knowledge. I've got to bring new perspective to a situation in order to be able to influence or impact or bring an answer. Are you with me? Hopefully you're tracking with me on this. All right. A way to access kingdom knowledge, right? Or the kingdom is ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and it will be open to you. So there's a diligence required. There's an intention behind the seeking, right? When we seek after the Lord, he rewards those who diligently seek him, okay? Rewards with knowledge, rewards with peace, rewards with joy, rewards with a greater awareness of his pres- of his presence, right? He reveals mysteries to us. How awesome is that, right? There's so many things that, that we just live oblivious to on a day-to-day basis, but we have access to it. We just don't often ask, knock, or even seek after it. We're seeking after so many of other things, right? Things that are of this world, but we're not seeking things that are not of this world. We're not often seeking after the kingdom, Okay, so there is a whole world, there's an entire kingdom that we're living separated from if we don't choose to diligently seek it, all right? And then again, it says, I want to give you one more verse about the mind, about the mind, okay? So it says, Romans 12, 2, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect, okay? So with our minds, all that I'm highlighting to you 
is that there there is so much glory <laughs> that we can release on earth. We're, we're designed to be glory carriers, right? Our, our DNA is actually representative of the creator, right? We are made in the image and likeness of Christ, okay? That means we have access to the mind of Christ. We have access to Christ consciousness, all right? So we don't have to live in broken consciousness. We don't have to live in addicted consciousness. We don't have to to live in limited consciousness. We can access new consciousness. And when we access a renewed mind, right? When we start renewing our mind by aligning it with the mind of Christ, we are being transformed in that process. And with a new mind, that means we have new belief. We have a new capacity to believe, to perceive, right? And then to to really walk in that new belief, in that new perspective, in that new faith, okay? Which is big because it says without faith, it's impossible to please God. So as we renew our mind, we can start believing like, whoa, like God showed me that thing or God revealed that to me or with my eyes of faith, I see this thing. And so I can look at my circumstance, but I know that I'm not limited by my circumstance because God showed me that this is possible. So I'm going to, by faith, take steps towards that. And I know that by faith, God will partner with me. Like if I'm partner with God and he's revealed this promise or this principle to me, I declare with my authority that it shall be on earth as it is in heaven, okay? And problems and solutions and different things come forth from that partnership with Christ. Tracking with me? Like, this is insane to me. So I just want to highlight to you on today that we can bring kingdom thinking into all that we do, but it's something that we choose to access. We've got to go beyond what is normal, what is safe and what is comfortable and give ourselves permission to think outside of the box, right? That that will seem to some mystical, weird, woo-woo thinking, but that's your design. Like you are designed to access the mind of Christ. You're not just designed to read your Bible and, and act you know, just in kind ways. Like it's so much deeper than that. Like you are supposed to be ruling and reigning in this life. Like you are walking on earth as a human being, but you're actually a spiritual being from a different kingdom, which means you have authority. (laughs) You've been given authority to walk on earth with the influence of heaven. Huge huge, okay? But you could live your entire life oblivious to that and never access it, which is wild to me, all right? So the other thing I want to highlight is that creativity and and creatives, right, has typically been limited to those that, you know, are in theater, those that paint, those that that orchestrate or make music, those that write books, right? Those that are in the arts, that's typically what we think as creative, the creatives, right? However, God creates, God is the creator and we are his creation, meaning again, we have his nature. So we are creative, (laughs) all of us are creative and it's not limited to the arts. The way you use your mind is creative, okay? The way you you receive from God downloads and strategies and ideas and uh, witty inventions. And I, right, like think about these Albert Einsteins, right? And the Elon Musks and the uh, Tesla, right? Like all of these big thinkers, where are they getting their ideas from? 
Okay, right? Source, God is the source, right? So we have access to that. It's not limited to just special people, all right? You can ask for it, you can seek for it, you can knock for it to bring out the abundance of these solutions on earth as it is in heaven, all right? You can walk out of the box, you can think out of the box, you can live beyond current circumstances and situations. You are not limited to them. When you are born again, when you are connected to Christ, right, you have authority to rule and reign on earth. You have the power, the empowerment of the spirit, right, to walk according to the newness of life that God provides. It is insane. And a simple way of just activating this in your life, it's like getting your your marching orders, if you will, every day. By spending intimate time with God. Okay, so for example, somebody like myself who constantly, if you've heard me talk about this before, used to just future trip. That's what I call it. <laughs> Where I would be thinking about the future, I'd be anxious about it, I'd be trying to have all my plans and work everything out, like so many steps ahead, right? But all of that was not faith. It was actually fear. None of that was trusting, leaning on and relying on God, which it talks about doing in the Psalms. None of that was meditating on the word. None of that was getting new thinking. A lot of that was was dwelling on problems and trying to come up with the limited solutions that only I could conceive or that I could find in a Google search, right? <laughs> God is way bigger than Google, okay? So that was not working for me. In a simple shift that I was given, right, that took obedience to do, was just seek the kingdom first. What does that mean? Practically speaking, with each new sunrise, just seek the Lord. Seek the Lord. Get in his word. Spend quiet time with him. Meditate on the word. Pray. Journal. Receive. Receive. It says he will keep you in perfect peace as your mind is fixed on him, right? So let him Just renew you in his presence. Let him renew your mind. Let him renew a right spirit in you. Let him create in you a pure heart. And then you become available to receive new wisdom, new insights. And you can ask for it. You can seek it in his word. You can knock on the door of revelation, right? And allow God to give you keys or or point you to principles or highlight promises to you and download different ideas and strategies and just insights to you, prophetic words to you, right? This is not wild. This is this is developing your spirit and growing spiritually every day. So as you just seek him in the morning, he will give you steps and guidance for your day. I often ask God, where would you have me go? What would you have me do? What would you have me say? Right? Like, show me what you've got. Like, just being available. Like, I can make all the great plans But unless the Lord builds the house, it will not stand. And I don't just want to, you know, walk around Jericho my whole life (laughs) making circles but not getting anywhere, right? I, I am not about that, right? So you don't have to do that. You can get new downloads every day, new new insight, new vision, new encouragement every day. Every day. So, so powerful. So just that simple practice of seeking God can start the transformation process of renewing your mind and being open to new solutions. God, here is this problem that I'm facing. I know that you have solutions 
that I haven't even tapped into, that I can't even fathom. And I thank you, God, for a fresh outpouring of your wisdom on today. I thank you for downloading strategies to me, God, and giving me ideas and giving me wisdom and discernment, God, to steward them. In Jesus' name, God, thank you for courage and boldness to think outside the box. God, download your creativity into me. Give me the mind of Christ. Thank you for the mind of Christ, God. Thank you that my mind is renewed to that. I take every thought captive that's been exalting itself above the truth, God, and I receive wisdom on today in Jesus' name, right? So you can start doing that and then by faith, start walking that out. Trust that God is gonna guide you, that your steps are ordered, that he's going to provide, right? When you're in conversation, that he's gonna give you a word of encouragement to share with somebody, or if somebody asks you a question that he's going to give you a solution, or if you had, you know, a problem that you were facing, like trust that an answer is going to come, or you're going to be connected to the right person that could, could speak something into you that you're like, oh my God, like this is, this is the answer that I prayed for, right? Just be available to how God wants to work and bring things together. You can go beyond what you are currently facing. You can access new revelation, new thinking, right? New consciousness. You have the consciousness of Christ, right? That is powerful, right? And he who formed you, he who created you, he who started a good work in you is faithful to complete it. So my encouragement to you today is if you've been stuck in a rut, If you've been circling the mountain, (laughs) if you have been fixating on things that are so limiting and you feel bound in your mind, that you ask for freedom in that area, that you seek God, that you develop time, that you invest time and that you develop relationship with God and start doing the process of renewing your mind and ask God to give you wisdom about that process? What are the steps that he would have you personally take to start renewing your mind? Is it reading the word every day? (laughs) I mean, maybe that part's a given. Is it um, doing some study? Is there different books that you can read? Are there different uh, influencers, kingdom influencers that you can get connected to? Uh, Is there a coach that you could be working with? Just really seek and inquire of him, knowing that your steps are ordered and that he desires to reveal the mysteries to you. It is his delight and he rewards those who diligently seek him. And when you seek him with all of your heart, you will find him. All right. So that is my encouragement to you today is embrace kingdom thinking kingdom thinking. You do not have to continue to try to solve problems in your own strength, in your own understanding. You do not have to be bound by the opinions of man, by the news, by media, you know, by by limitation. You don't have to accept that. You can trust by faith that there's a better way, that there is an answer and you can seek for it. You can seek for it. All right, guys, I just bless you with that. If you want to connect with me, there's a lot of ways that you can do that. I've got a couple of exciting things coming through the pipeline for you. So if you're not connected to me via my newsletter, my weekly emails, make sure that you go to julianapage.com. There is a free freebie over there. If you just put your name and your email, that's how you'll know when things, things become available. 
Uh, <laughs> that's all I'll say about that. You can also invest in coaching programs. There's courses over on the site and also some books that I've written there as well. And then of course, all the social medias, whether it's my YouTube channel, uh, Instagram, Facebook, all the places that is all on julianapage.com. All right, guys, until next time, stay blessed. Bye.